Hey Swapistas, it's Marisol again, the CFO of Swap, sending you all some light and good energy from my closet as I hide from my family and attempt to record this podcast introduction. And I know things are crazy right now, and even though our world and our future continue to remain uncertain, there are things that we as Swapistas are certain about. Black lives matter. Youth are the solution. Elders hold the wisdom and agua es vida. As our world transforms, we seek out the strength and the resilience of our community because we've been dreaming of a new world for decades and we welcome it. The Roybal family has been dreaming with SWAP for all four decades of our existence. So today we would like to offer you a family-sized edition of SWAP's 40th anniversary podcast featuring Roberto and his daughters, Rosina, Lolita, and Lucia Roybal. This family, who is near and dear to my heart, has played an active role in all four decades of SWAP. Their stories will go great with a cafecito and a bizcochito and a little break from whatever labor you are doing. All right then, get comfy because it's time for some Roybal family SWAP stories. Hello everyone out there listening to SWAP's newest podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Roberto Roybal. I was born and raised in Santa Fe, Novo Mexico. And I've been in Burke for the last 45 years here in the South Valley. I've been with the Southwest Organizing Project from the very beginning in 1980 when we were founded. This year we are celebrating our 40th anniversary and we're having all kinds of online events so keep your ears and eyes open on social media. I've been on the SWAP staff for 29 years now and I have three wonderful daughters and I'm so happy that they've joined us for this podcast. And now I'll hand it over to Racina. Hello, um, yay SWAP, and what an honor to be a part of this podcast and also to be part of the 40th anniversary. SWAP is just a little bit younger than me, and this is quite a treat to give thanks to SWAP for making who I am today. I'm also originally from Albuquerque from the South Valley. Roberto's my dad. I uh, currently live in Oakland, California. Um, I went to college in New Orleans for my music education degree and came back to Albuquerque where I taught orchestra in the South Valley for seven years. I got my master's degree in music performance at UNM during that time. And then I moved to Oakland following my nephew, that's Lolita's oldest son, about 10 years ago. And I worked for the Bay Area Environmental Health Collaborative. I attended the Expressive Arts Therapy Master's Program at the California Institute of Integral Studies in San Francisco. And I now work as a bilingual therapist at an agency called Lincoln Families in Oakland in the Multidimensional Family Therapy Program, where I work with adolescents who are on probation and I do uh, work like family therapy with their families. I'm gonna go ahead and pass it on to Lolita. Thanks, Rosina. Um, hi, I'm Lolita, and first I did want to congratulate SWAP on the anniversary. I know it's hard to be able to celebrate in this time, um, and especially want to congratulate all of the community members, Kinsey and La Lucha, um, because I feel like the community members of all the different places that have really, you know, fought all this time just to to keep, you know, New Mexico how it in the traditional ways, you know, and 
me and Swap are about the same age. So um, also from the Survaya, I lived in very close vicinity to Rosina and my dad and my sister. And for the earlier part of my life, I was a Swap member, especially with the youth group. And later I was an organizer with Swap. After that, I moved to Huichin in, in Berkeley in Califatslan where I've studied Chinese medicine, curanderismo, and home birth support. But at the same time, I've also continued doing electoral organizing. I'm now with Bay Rising, which is an electoral coalition in the Bay Area. And I definitely have always felt very grateful for all of the experience and kind of informative role that SWAP played in my youth in you know, what I'm doing today. I'm a danzante azteca chichimeca, and I have three quemuchitos, little kids, as well as my sweetheart who helps lead the Chinese Progressive Association. I'm going to go ahead and pass it on to Lucia. Thank you, Lolita. I am Lucia. Hi, everyone. And a big congrats to SWAP on 40 years. That's truly amazing. And also, thank you so much for inviting us to this podcast. So like everyone else in my family, I'm from the South Valley in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I went to college in New York City and after college worked for the Natural Resources Defense Council for a couple of years. After that, I went to law school in the Bay Area, which is where I live now. And I currently work in San Francisco. I'm an attorney at Dropbox. And I'm a lifelong member of SWAP and I was a youth intern in the early 2000s when I was in high school. That's it for me. The Chinese Progressive Association in San Francisco congratulates the Southwest Organizing Project on its 40th anniversary. Thank you for standing up for the rights and dignity of working people on the broad movement solidarity you have practiced with allies throughout the world. We are grateful for you, for your leadership. We celebrate the bonds of hope, struggle, and vision for justice that bring us together. Kavivas Swap. So now let's move on to the second portion of this, the long answers. And so I'm going to start with my dad. And so dad, did you find Swap or did Swap find you? I found SWAP, literally, with other community organizers here on Albuquerque on occupied Tiwa land. I remember talking with some of the other founders during 1979, who I had been working with for the previous five or seven years in different organizations and struggles. And I remember in 1979, I was talking with Richard Moore, one of the founders, and he had been traveling around the country and meeting other organizations. And he said that the community need is a good community-based organization and he threw out the name Southwest Organizing Project. So that's the first time I've ever heard that name. There were other organizing projects around the country and he wanted to call it Southwest because we had big visions of the Southwest. I also remember that when we went to Cuba in 1979 with the Vince Demers Brigade, we called a meeting with other community organizers in the Southwest that were there. And also we invited the Cubans in, in this meeting. And we talked about building an organization that would grow and involve other people in the Southwest. And how about you, Racina? Well, SWAP found me because I was raised in SWAP because my dad had been working with SWAP um, ever since I was a baby. And so I would attend um, a lot of the SWAP functions and meetings with the other like kids and youth of SWAP. And we would do really cool things together. 
And then when I got older, I started getting involved in actual organizing. I think Olita is going to talk later a little bit about this, but about our school called Pajarita Elementary School. I started getting involved in kind of like voter education, doing door-to-door work, um, trying to get a school built for us. And then I also um, formed the SWAP Youth Group. Then I got into an internship at SWAP at the age of 14. And then I got elected to the board. And then I was part of SWAP's Jovenes Unidas group, which was kind of like a, a music performance group. Also during the summers when I came home from college, I interned at SWAP. And then later I was hired as the arts and culture organizer. And through that, I formed a guitar class and kind of like a youth band um, where we did like kind of socially conscious songs. And then I had a really cool experience working with another local organization called Little Globe, where I was inspired to pursue uh, further training in arts and social justice. How about you, Lolita? At first, Swap found me, um, which is that when my dad was driving my mom to a birth center in Albuquerque to birth me, he had to stop on the way to deliver flyers to Jean and Richard. And that was in 1980 when SWAP was founded. So, um, you know, I got to ride in the car next to some flyers back home. <laughs> um, and then, so I took a break in middle school. I had to rebel against all of the kind of slave labor that the they would put us through at SWAP, uh, which Lucia is going to talk about, I think. But I was later wooed back by the youth band that Rosina was talking about, which then, you know, was their snag, their hook to bring me into youth organizing campaigns. And so with SWAP, I was sent all over the world and the country, you know, be it to sneege gatherings, fighting intel, fighting the road to the petroglyphs and nuclear waste, really a lot of good memories. And so in college, I did some time as a SWAP youth intern as well, like in the summers. And I worked as an organizer for SWAP after I graduated. So a lot of good memories. And I'm glad that SWAP found me. And I'm glad that my dad found SWAP. (laughs) So how about you, Lucia? So like everyone else, my other sisters, SWAP found me. Um, I can't really remember the first time I went to SWAP because I was only a baby. My dad told me that he used to take me to SWAP meetings before I was one year old. So, Um, And then from then on, we were always at SWAP. Like all of my memories, I just remember being there all of the time. And a lot of the time we would be doing things downstairs. It used to be a really dark room. It's now nice and light. But back in the day, it was super dark. And we'd be in the basement folding flyers. We would do phone baking. And then we we did a lot of other fun things. Like we painted, we helped paint the murals that you see outside. We would go to protests and we'd go to the SWAT meetings. And like my two sisters, I also was part of the singing group Jovenes Unidos. And the list really goes on. And then finally, when I was in high school, I did an internship there during the summer, which was really great. All right. So now we're going to switch gears. Dad, what's the craziest swap story you're willing to share? Ooh, that's a tough one because there's so many of them. Like when we occupied the Albuquerque Public Schools uh, Police Office. But I think the one I want to mention is when we first bought our building that's on 10th Street, we bought that in, 1980, in 1990. The basement used to have this really great classic bar. You know, the old time bars with the mirrors, shag carpets, 
uh, zebra wallpaper, all kinds of cool stuff like that. And we used to throw these huge parties downstairs in the basement before we turned it into office space. And we would get like 100 people in this bar and it was only like 15 feet by 20 feet. We were shoulder to shoulder and uh, just having a good old time just partying. And Racina, how about you? That sounds like a lot of fun, Dad. It was. The craziest, um, yeah. The crazy story that I can share on a podcast is um, the uh, Sneege gathering in San Francisco. So for those of you who don't know, Sneege um, is the Southwest Network for Environmental and Economic Justice, which SWAP was a part of. And I was on their coordinating council as the youth representative. And um, yeah, one of the really coolest memories um, uh, in my uh, childhood, especially as a youth, was getting to go to one of the gatherings in San Francisco and staying in the C2 mansion and meeting all these other organizers from San Francisco, including the Chinese Progressive Association, and uh, that they're called CPA. And they took us um, around uh, San Francisco, showing us, you know, sweatshops and and also just like really cool places um, and took us to good places to eat and the beach. And then we actually had a protest. So that was really cool. Um, we uh, went and protested Jesse McClintock because of the unfair working conditions and sweatshops. And I remember one of the organizers, youth organizers we were with, he put on a dress that was, I think, one of Jesse McClintock's dresses. And it was just a really vibrant, fun protest. And that experience being in San Francisco really inspired me to want to live in San Francisco someday or in the Bay Area, um, which I now do, which is really cool. And I also think it's kind of cool and funny that Lolita married um, a director. She's married to a director of CPA, Chinese Progressive Association, who I've known since I was, you know, I've known that organization since I was a kid. Um, how about you, Lolita? What's the craziest swap story you're willing to tell? So there was definitely lots of crazy stuff we've seen hanging around the likes of Jean and Eric, Richard and Sophia, the Nava folks who were, you know, Petroglyph Monument Coalition Protection, formerly like Lori and Sunny Riaki. And oh yeah, my dad, Mr. Molotov cocktails. I think some of the craziest things were just some of the confrontations that we would have with elected officials, authorities, and other, you know, just anti-Rasa people. So one example is when Linda Chavez was actually going from state to state, suing each state to get rid of bilingual education. You know, of course, Jean wouldn't have it. We were up at arms immediately. And I remember being really young and just storming the city council in Albuquerque um, when she was about to make a speech and all of us standing holding signs and each person held a letter and the signs read Vendida, <laughs> which is, you know, so things like that where we always had lots of exciting times. And then my other favorite is just having had SWAP make me the star of our campaign to fight for a new Pajarito Elementary School when I was in fourth grade, um, when our drinking water was found to be contaminated with fecal material. Um, and, you know, it was just a lot of like speeches in front of the school board, getting petitions signed with all the students at my school, door-to-door -door voter outreach. And at the time, I was actually really very conscious and aware of it, even though I was very young. 
And I think that just says a lot about how dedicated the elders of SWAP were in like developing youth and just making sure that we were always a part of everything, always involving arts and culture and having a whole separate program for the youth whilst doing all these other campaigns. So how about you, Lucia? So for me, it was when I was a summer youth intern in high school. And so Carlos Schmieder and I went and interviewed the Albuquerque chief of police. And our intent was seeing if he would admit to using racial profiling. And so the crazy part is that he readily admitted to using racial profiling and was almost proud of the fact. He was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we definitely do that. And for me, I was just really shocked at that time. And we knew that the police were doing this, but I didn't think that they would actually admit to it. And so we ended up writing an article about it that's in one of the Voces Unidas issues. And so that's my story. The Chinese Progressive Association in San Francisco came to know the Southwest Organizing Project as we were preparing to attend the first National People of Color Environmental Leadership Summit. From SWAP, our members learned a lot about the intersection of environmental racism and U.S. militarism. SWAP's deep roots and the 500 years of Chicano history also left lasting impressions and exposed to new understandings of the struggle for justice and liberation. The Chinese Progressive Association also proudly worked in solidarity with SWAP to support workers during the Levi's hunger strike. We are grateful to you for your leadership and celebrate the bonds of hope, struggle, and vision for justice that bring us together. Que viva SWAP! segment is called All Fast and we'll be asking each other three questions and we have five seconds or less to answer it. So dad, I'm going to start with you if you're ready. What is your favorite place where SWAP has taken you? Definitely to Kuwa. I went to Kuwa to represent SWAP at an international development conference and to the Youth Forum on Anti-Imperialism with Rosina. My second favorite was Esteli, Nicaragua, where SWAP had adopted a school there, the Rebecca Guillen School. And Rosina, how about you? Well, SWAP sent me to Cuba with a small group, including you, Dad, for the 14th World Youth Forum on Anti-Imperialism in 1997. I got to see Fidel Castro. I got to sing a song from Jóvenes Unidas on national TV. And I was also there just after Che Guevara's remains were returned to Cuba. And it was amazing to see all of the celebrations around that as well. Okay, Lolita, how about you? Um, I would say my the my favorite place where SWAP has taken me was when I led a youth delegation, a national youth delegation to Chiapas, Mexico. Um, and on that trip, we got to kick it with the Zapatistas. Um, and we actually ran into Winona LeDuc, who is bringing her own youth contingent down. So we got to um, make a meal for them and just sit there and chat it out and Later, I actually ran into her when we had like our final big last protest um, when they did pass the road to the petroglyphs and she spoke again and I got to talk to her and that was really cool. Uh, how about you, Lucia? 
So when I was a teenager, Lolita, you led us on a youth delegation to meet with environmental justice and youth organizations in LA, California. Uh, that was a really great trip and I learned so much about the environmental justice issues in California and that's it for me. So dad, what is your dream for SWAP? My uh, dream is that we continue to grow for another 40 years and beyond and that we become a stronger statewide organization. We've always had that vision of being a statewide organization and having offices all over the state. Lolita, what's a good lesson you've learned from SWAP? Well, Eli Lee, who is one of the founders of the Center for Civic Policy, was actually the first person who taught me how to do door knocking when I was like 14 years old. And I will never forget how he said, a community organizer always carries a pencil with them. So Lucia, what is a song that reminds you of SWAP? So, for me, it's one of our Jóvenes Unidos songs. It's the Chile song. One, two, three. Nos, Nos gusta Chile. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, are you guys ready on the count of three? Okay. One, two, three. Nos gusta Chile. Well, that's going to be a wrap for this episode of the podcast. Swap's 40th anniversary podcast is produced by Monica Brain and Marisol Archuleta. Thanks to Antonio Maestas for the original music, Mikael Gray for the logo design, our editors Perla Garcia and Kevin Otero, and to the sponsors for this episode, the Chinese Progressive Association. And the biggest shout out goes out to all the Swapistas out there fighting for justice. Hasta la victoria siempre! Celebrate our 40th birthday with us by becoming a monthly sustainer to swap. $10 a month means $120 a year. Your money won't go to fund some fancy meeting with fancy people in a fancy restaurant, but it will go to the women in our community doing the invisible labor that makes our communities thrive. Visit our website, swap.net, and click on the donate button. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hasta la victoria siempre. See you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. La lucha sigue.